0: Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville.
1: It is the Sportocracy here on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app seen everywhere on youtube just go to the sportsocracy.com click on that live video link don't forget to subscribe to the channel you can join us in the chat each and every day coming to you live from the angle studio it is a monday after nfl action and boy howdy what a trip we had to charlotte yesterday raise your hand if you're a winner today yeah. tank put your
2: hand up yeah. If you haven't been on our uh, Facebook page, there's a a (laughs) thing there that just shows how good of a mood I'm in today. Wow. Uh, That is, I made a lot of jokes. Like just a slew of jokes. I didn't actually think you would lose. No. I really didn't think you would get just
1: smoked. And yet. And yet. Here here we are. And yet here we are. The problems with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers continue, and the Carolina Panthers get the Christian McCaffrey trade bump. Like I've never I've never That's heard of one. that. Before. I've seen
2: the fired coach bump. Right. I've never seen the wait, you traded your best player and all of a sudden now you can score? Right. With PJ Walker. I I I mean, I've made jokes. I've had a lot of fun, and trust me, I'm gonna have a whole mess more of it mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a team fall from grace this quickly. No, it's it's
1: awful. It's terrible. It, it is one of the worst collapses I think I can ever remember. If I didn't know better, I would swear Todd Bowles had
2: money against you. That's the only way to explain this. Mm-hmm. He's like a little kid playing ping pong. He cannot help but overreact one way or the other. One week, you run the ball way too much. One week, you don't run it at all. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, Tom Brady threw 911 times. In spite of the fact, it never really worked. None of it was You had one open receiver the entire day. Mike Evans was just all by his little lonesome. Mm -hmm. And what happened?
1: Couldn't catch it. Dropsies. Couldn't catch it. Right in the palms, right there. I mean, just walk in, Touchdown to start out the day yesterday and we should have known or i sh- i guess i should have known that that was going to be a sign of things to come <laughs> and then from there it just snowballed out of control it was the most god-awful game i have ever been to not be- I mean for you not no for the panthers as well did anything you saw on that field go yeah the carolina panthers are good adam black in the comments already said oh uh, i'm not overreacting but the panthers are winning the south no you're not no you're you are not. awful and yeah, it's only not. because the tampa bay buccaneers are in complete disarray i'm gonna that make you won that game
2: yesterday sweeping declaration uh this year we don't have a winner of the nfc south uh nobody deserves it so we're just gonna bypass it this year yeah that's the worst division I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, it, and look, we say this every year. Every year it's, oh, this is the biggest, this is the worst, this is the greatest, it's the most awful. I genuinely cannot say a nice thing about any team in that division. No. I mean, Carolina, at least you're young and largely inexpensive. Good for you. Yep. Tampa, you're expensive and bad, 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 but bad, bad. Mm-hmm. And I can't put a finger on what it is. It's all of it. It's It's, one thing as a football team if you look at, okay, our line is bad, and the line is leading to a poor rushing attack, the quarterback's getting rushed, whatever. That's your problem.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't have one of those. No, It's everything. Yeah, there are 15 of them. That's the problem. You have horrible line play, which obviously puts Tom Brady under duress, Tom Brady's under duress with his off the field stuff. There's, there's no question about it. Like coming into the season, remember, I was like, oh, it's Tom Brady. He's the competitor. He'll be able to figure it out. He's
2: he hasn't. And I can tell you, watch it. You notice a lot of things when you're in a stadium that you don't see on television. I don't think I've ever seen a team in the NFL with worse body language than what I saw from Tampa Bay. Absolutely. Every player on the sideline. Hanging their
1: heads on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking to anybody. Because no one has a solution. There is no solution to the problem that you have because you have one of the most feckless leaders in the history of the NFL.
2: If you had feckless on your Sportsocracy bingo card today, right. congratulations. You I are mean,
1: already a winner. The play calling is god-awful on both sides of the ball. For some reason, and and and, it, and it's just... It's like a disease. Todd Bowles is a disease that has now basically taken the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to stage four. We are at stage four terminal. Something's got to give. You need a miracle cure and you don't have one. And now here I will give you, if
2: you're a Bucs fan, I will give you a a glimmer of hope. It's not much of one. I don't actually believe in any team in the NFC outside of the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. They're all bad, and, and when I say bad, I mean I, I mean what I'm gonna say. Bad. The Washington Commanders make the, may make the playoffs in the NFC. I mean that from the depths of my soul, they may make the playoffs. That's how bad, unbelievably, just
1: gnarls Barkley that conference is mm-hmm. i don't know that i agree with you on that but there's a path so everybody's defa- in
2: play you have to bet your house right now on a team to make the playoffs who is it uh philadelphia Eagles. and then um philadelphia's free spot on the board i'll say san francisco are you kidding me no that disaster of a dog water it, it, there was nothing good about that well it, it was kansas city it was kansas city at home mm-hmm. you got beat like that at home
1: mm-hmm. You got a lot. that's of who you're
2: clinging on to yeah you got a lot of injuries on the defense that's gonna be just fine oh, oh really w- what uh injuries would you be referring to who, 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 who are you missing that led to yesterday i don't know hell half their secondaries cooked aren't they uh you're missing a couple corners whoopee woo Oh, that well, that I mean, did that not matters. lead to yesterday. I can promise you that. That didn't lead Pat to yesterday. Pat Mahomes, Mahomes threw for four bills, and I, I'm telling you right now, he can throw for six. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a defensive secondary. I then... don't care if you had Deion Sanders and Rod Woodson. It would not have stopped <laughs> what I saw yesterday. <laughs> okay. You were absolutely annihilated. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, but Nick Bosa played. He, he, he was there. Present and accounted for. Mm-hmm if that's who you're clinging on to the three and four san francisco 49ers that tells me more about how bad this conference is than anything else could the minnesota vikings and i mean i don't want to agree with you but i think that's the only other one i've got because there is nobody in that division that can contend that can contend with them the The lions and the bears i would argue are the worst two teams in the nfl the seattle seahawks i'm not sure they're not three the giants I, you're proving right. my point you're, you're what any of the teams you just said what do they do well yeah give me what I any one of those teams you know it is replicable we can do it week in week out what do you got because yesterday it took 200 passing yards and 100 rushing yards from daniel jones for the giants to beat the jaguars mm-hmm. and that's one of the teams that you feel better about
1: mm-hmm.
2: meanwhile in the afc
1: it's going to take 11 wins to get into the playoffs. Good <laughs> luck. There's no doubt. That there's no doubt the discrepancy between the two conferences. I've never seen anything like and it. And chief among the disappointments in the NFC are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers. Both teams led by greatest of all time quarterbacks who just don't have it this year. <sighs>
2: It, I mean, is it? But my question is, and this leads into the opening drive, is it really on those quarterbacks?
1: Hit it. Let's try it again. Hit it. There we go. The opening drive brought to you by Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville. You could go to 629 Brevard Road, check out the showroom. They'll hook you up. Uh, if you are a follower of ours on the social medias,
2: You can see me in my lovely Pathfinder riding around making fun of Tank this morning. Thank you to the angry news gnome Mark Starling for all of his assistance this morning. Nice. Oh, that was your cameraman? Uh, Yeah. I looked at him and said, hey, I need a hand. And I think he thought I needed him to help me carry something to my car. And I went, get in. Get in. We're going for a ride. Get in. You're becoming amateur cameraman today
1: i'm so glad you got some help with that because i was worried you were trying to do that while driving that new car oh no i have all the toys
2: Uh, i trust me i have things that mount to the uh, don't worry i i I don't do anything the hard way let's
3: put
1: that one. yeah uh you know carolina panther fans congratulations you gotta win my team's dog water y'all were right good job that feels good yeah this this was not your weekend no this was just not your weekend i mean i did hey i finished second in the battle for the belt fourth we've been over this whatever there were 18 different contests that was that was not of
2: my doing i didn't i was in
1: two of them and finished in second in both so excuse me for getting that wrong and you had somebody beat you by like a point in both i know it was awful awful it was the best fantasy week I've had this year. So, I mean, at least there's that. There's that. I didn't get to celebrate an actual win on the football field because both my college teams were on buys this week. And, and you had Carolina to ride home Panthers. with me, Kenny Ford and Brian Hall, and at least two of us were 15 domestic lights deep and having a good old time at yes, your expense. You yes, you were. It was a fun trip. Uh, it's always good to go down to Bank of America Stadium and – see actual real live football even though i didn't i didn't really pay attention after the third quarter i was just on my phone just doing stuff just I, because that's how i feel about this like if you're not going to give me anything to watch why would i give you my eyeballs it just i paid no more sense. attention
2: to you than i did to the field like, oh i know just you look did. at his sadness
1: he looks so morose <laughs> I, I mean and then everybody, it, it, it's just, it's funny to me that everybody forgets, like, I'm used to this. I'm used to losing. Yeah. And look, I, I know what you're doing. I know exactly
2: what you're doing. what am I You doing? can't hurt me if I hurt myself first. You can't tell me this is not exponentially worse than you could have ever oh, imagined. Oh, of course it is. You thought you had one year left in the window and you got the ghost of goat
1: past. Mm-hmm. He is goat milk at this point. Mm-hmm. It's the most Tampa Bay Buccaneer thing ever. You had the greatest quarterback of all time come join your team. And in year three of the experiment, you turned into old Tampa Bay.
2: Yay. You have now in consecutive weeks lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers
1: Mm -hmm. and the Carolina Panthers. Mm -hmm. And they need to blow it up. All of it. Just be done with it. Oh, there's, there's no blowing. Todd it. Bowles fired. Tom Brady retire today. We can tell your heart's not in it, buddy. Thank you for the Super Bowl. Get the hell out of Dodge. And, and
2: Patrick Holt in our YouTube comments said, said it yesterday. We're seeing a changing of the guard uh, of the old guard in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Ironic, you said that because I think it's even more drastic than you know.
1: We'll talk about that after the break. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. <laughs> The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
1: When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It's ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM 880 AM and 1400 you are in the sportsocracy and yeah I mean you can't really disagree there there appears to be a changing of the guard in the NFL and we've we've seen this coming with Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and all these young guns coming up Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers getting older Today, we had the news about the Indianapolis Colts (laughs) sitting down Matt Ryan after 20 turnovers so far in this season. That's hard to do in seven games. It is. I mean, that's Jameis Winston bad.
2: And so now you look around the NFL. Who's the best team with an older quarterback? Minnesota Vikings. That's the only one I can come up with. That's the only one I have. Mm -hmm. Green Bay is dreadfully bad. Tampa Bay is dreadfully bad. Mm -hmm. And you look around the league and it's a lot of Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Zach Wilson, Dak Prescott. Yes, we're going to talk about that later. I don't want to, (laughs) but we have to. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Even Geno Smith is not that old
1: it only feels like he's that
2: old he, well i mean as a jets fan it feels like he's been in my life since i don't know 1994
1: well i mean he has been in the league
2: for over a decade hasn't he not quite i think this is year 10 okay i, I think he came to us in 2020 is he the 2012 2014 okay he's like the devin leary yeah he's only been here three years it feels like he's been here 10 mm-hmm. but you look around the nfl it's a changing of the guard these statuesque quarterbacks that's done Mm -hmm. if you're not at least decently mobile and i'll give you an example that i saw yesterday and this leads into our first super chat of the day which comes from our buddy soaring eagle he said if you're the denver broncos you got to fire nathaniel hackett right now i i don't a hundred percent disagree with you but i don't know what they're supposed to do so you look at a game yesterday where i feel like the jets and the broncos played pretty much equivalent both defenses were good Both offenses were largely disappointing. T's and P's, Brees Hall. Mm -hmm. Talk about that later in the show. I don't really want to. So sad. But we will.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: What's the difference? What's the difference between those two teams? What? One of you has a quarterback that can actually move. He wasn't good. I think Zach Wilson threw for 126 yards yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow threw for as many yards in the first half. His first half yesterday against Atlanta was half of Zach Wilson's production for the year. But you keep the chains moving. You don't turn the ball over. It's the two most important things in the NFL right now. And you look at a guy in in Matt Ryan that's now been sat down. Why are they doing that? Because he's a statue. Mm -hmm. Sam Ellinger is not a better quarterback right now. Than than, uh, Matt Ryan. No, but he's at least a threat. But he gives you a better opportunity to win. Because when things break down and the pocket is ugly and things are going sideways, you have somebody that can get out of the pocket and Matt Ryan can't.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: You saw it yesterday against Tennessee. He was a statue. Tennessee didn't do anything overly well. They were fine. Played their game. Run the ball a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Keep the chains moving. Indianapolis can't do that. And now I'm looking at Brady, Rodgers, and Matt Ryan. You know what they all three have in common? They're statues. Aaron was a little mobile back in the day. He's not now. He looks like he's running in wet concrete. They have varying levels of weapons. Why are none of them working? this it's not a modern-day NFL quarterback. It's just not. Modern-day NFL quarterback is what I watched Patrick Mahomes do to the San Francisco 49ers yesterday. Mm-hmm. You can say it's the corners or whatever the case may be. I don't care who they threw on that field. That game was going exactly how it went. Buffalo Bills do it every single week. I don't care what you throw at me. You cannot stop me one on one. And that's the reason I look at the Dallas Cowboys and go, you're much more, you're largely more irrelevant than you think. Great. You beat the Lions 24 to 6. Yay. You also had about 330 yards of total offense against the worst defense I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. You you think when you play Philadelphia, you're going to hang with that? Because I've already seen it once. And we'll see it again. You think you can hang with Kansas City? They would beat you senseless. Mm -hmm. And that's why I look at a lot of these teams, even my Jets. My Jets aren't a realistic contender. We're 5-2, might make the playoffs. That's a step ahead. You don't have the quarterback. Mm Mm-hmm. You do not have the quarterback, and I can see it from a mile away. He is serviceable right now. Same thing I feel about Daniel Jones. He's serviceable right now because he's athletic enough that his complete deficiency as a quarterback can be covered up a little bit. Saquon Barkley's doing it with the Giants. Brees Hall was doing it with the Jets. Unfortunately for my team, that's over and done with. So I'm going to enjoy this week and it's probably going to get ugly in a hurry oh come on more
1: poo-pooing of your of your new york jets
2: what am i supposed to be excited about we could very easily have lost to the brett rippins mm-hmm. but you didn't you don't have to win pretty uh,
1: nobody cares about style points you tell me that all the time no it's i don't and no matter I don't, if you
2: win or lose and i don't care about style points i care about is it replicable the new york giants it's not replicable you cannot win like that every single week Jets feel the same way Dallas Cowboys feel the same way Mm -hmm. look at Buffalo that's replicable I can do that every single week I don't care what's on the other side none of it matters Mm -hmm. Kansas City none of it matters Philadelphia Eagles Philadelphia Eagles I don't care what's on the other side Mm -hmm. and that's hard for me to say because I was more down on Jalen Hurts than anybody and I'll be honest with you I'm higher on him after yesterday and he didn't get off his couch because I looked around the league and went, what do all these teams have in common you can do more than one thing. Mm-hmm. And if you expect to be a contender, you better be able to do that. And so you can sort out the what is real and what is not real. The Seattle Seahawks, it's not real. I hate to break it to you. Oh, so you shellacked the LA Chargers. Secret time, they're not real either. They're not real either. This is what this league is now. There are three definitives on the high side. There are three definitives on the low side. Mm-hmm. The Houston Texans, Chicago Bears, and... uh tampa bay buccaneers (laughs) i'm not that down on you yet trust me i'm close detroit lions right i know week in week out you're a doormat Mm -hmm. the other 28 teams or 26 teams in this league hmm, hmm, maybe maybe today you're better than a team that you're not actually more talented than right carolina panthers are not more talented than tampa bay no they sure looked at yesterday they did Washington Commanders are not more talented than the, than the Green Bay Packers. Man, they sure looked at yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're at. Yeah. That's what makes this league so
1: unbelievable unbelievably maddening. There's a terrible lack of of consistency around the league.
2: If you know we, somebody that's making just grandiose amounts of money wagering on the NFL right now, they're either a witch or marty mcfly that's the only solution i have because none
1: of this makes any sense right every week we say the same thing you come to a point in your football watching and the following words have to be uttered the nfl is drunk yeah because none of it makes any sense
2: Uh, uh, you're you're not wrong You look up and down standings and just go, how does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. How do the New York Giants have the second best record in the NFL? That doesn't make any sense. They don't do anything well. Except for run the ball. They Saquon real, real well. Mm -hmm. They play defense well most of the time. And then there's some unbelievable fall apart moments that don't make any sense. But you don't do anything that scares me. This is a 30-year tradition in the NFL. How do you win? If it takes me more than five words to explain it, you're not for real. Well, the problem is that of the five win teams currently in this league—Dallas Cowboys, New York Jets, Kansas City Chiefs, Minnesota Vikings, Buffalo Bills, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles—I can in five words explain it on three of them. The other five, I don't. I I don't know. I uh, uh, it's a Ouija board. That's that's what we're doing every single week.
1: Right. It is a changing of the guard. The game has changed. And we've talked over and over and over again about all these teams. When they make changes, what are they doing? They're getting faster. They're getting more mobile. And the game is finally catching up to those guys who cannot do it. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, put him in that category as well the days of the just drop back and sling at quarterback have to be over because there's too many things that defenses can do now. Schemes can come at you so many different ways, and all these teams are loaded up with pass rushers, and even if they're not star-studded pass rushers, the schemes themselves can confuse your offensive line so much to put pressure on that guy. He has to be able to be mobile. He has to be able to get out out of the pocket. I know you don't like you don't like me saying this, but I mean, look at Kyler Murray. Even now, Kyler Murray has been elevated to a higher quarterback than we think he is because of his ability either. to get out of the pocket. But that's all he
2: can do. He can't beat you with his arm, and teams know that. That's why they just mercilessly send blitzers at him. I'm not worried you beating me over the top. Mm-hmm. There, I would argue Kyler Murray is as largely irrelevant in this league as Daniel Jones is. Ugh because in terms of arm they're not there's not a ton of difference there mm-hmm. you go analytic for analytic between kyler murray and daniel jones they look eerily
1: similar problem is he's got a, a superstar wide receiver to throw to and daniel jones does not no he has a saquon barkley that takes the ball out of his hand mm-hmm. but kyler with deandre that's a thing makes him a threat I think it makes the Cardinals a threat, especially in this NFC.
2: And even in this NFC, I still think the Arizona Cardinals are irrelevant.
0: Time to get just a bit outside.
1: Boy, you must be outside your mind. The
0: sports accuracy.
1: Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. So over in the NBA, they've got a they've got a superstar coming. If you have not heard about Victor Webanyama yet, then where have you been? He's uh, real good at basketball. He's 7 foot 4 from France. He can do all of the things. He can shoot, he can dribble, he can block shots. Oh, and he's 19 years old. Yes. And obviously when a guy like that comes along and they go that's a generational talent, the phrase tanking comes up. And apparently during a meeting with the Phoenix Suns front office and employees, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver was asked about the tanking issue because teams know that the worst teams in the league are going to be doing everything within the within the, the rules to try to get that number one pick next year so they can get Victor Webb, and Yama, And so... He was talking to them saying that we've put teams on notice about tanking. They're going to pay particular attention to the issue this year, he says. Now, he didn't really go into specifics on like we issued warnings or whatever. Just we're keeping an eye on it. What are you going to do? I have no idea. What what, what are you going to do? Have Have you ever noticed noticed there's only one
2: league that we never talk about this? And it's the only league that anybody really cares about. The NFL could care less what you trot out there. Look at the lineup. The Carolina Panthers trotted out for us yesterday. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they won. And they won. That's the one league that doesn't care. The NBA, oh, taking is the worst thing ever. No, it's not. Nobody cares. San Francisco or the uh, San Antonio Spurs, every fan they have look at that team and go, well, this is a rebuilding year. Mm -hmm. But hopefully there's a little pot of gold at the end of that rainbow because I don't really care what Zach Collins can do for us. But during
1: the discussion with the employees of the Phoenix Suns, Adam Silver actually said they've been talking about relegation in the NBA. So this would be the worst or the couple of worst teams in the NBA year in and year out like they do in soccer over in Europe would be relegated down to the G League. And then you'd bring up the best teams in the G League to come to the NBA I can't believe these discussions have even been had. That's unequivocally the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It absolutely is. Now, he says it would ruin the model of the business. Well, no kidding because could you uh, jeremy i'm gonna ask you do you even know who won the g league championship last year i could not
2: care i care i genuinely care what color your underwear are (laughs) more than who won the g league it was the rio grande valley vipers and i'm sure tens and
1: tens of people were very excited by that i'm sure they were but could you imagine if this ever like actually became a topic of discussion like what are you thinking the Rio Grande Valley Vipers get a shot to be in the NBA and the Sacramento Kings end up in the G League. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard.
4: I don't
2: often get to tell crime stories here, but I couldn't resist this one. Uh oh! This is about a, an Ohio man named Cody Hartman. He was at Paul Brown Stadium yesterday. For the Cincinnati Bengals, 35 to 17 win over the Atlanta Falcons. And he apparently had a couple domestic lights. First of all, when this incident happened, he in black Sharpie had, I love Biden written on his forehead. Now that's not really <laughs> relevant to the story, but it kind of is. is funny because according to a police report, Mr. Hartman, after many domestic lights took off his clothes, exposing himself And then decided he would try to fight random people who passed by. Not people that provoked him. Just, you're here and I want to fight. And he learned the hard way a line that I have said for many years. Nobody wants to fight the naked guy. Some of Cincinnati's finest. They unfortunately drew the short straw. Mm -hmm. And they had to fight the naked guy. And it didn't go particularly well. A video that has been passed along on the Twitter didn't go so hot for mr hartman shocker he was arrested charged with public indecency and disorderly conduct and was barred from paul brown stadium i mean you
1: definitely don't want to fight with the cops while you're naked no they carry big sticks and i don't i don't don't like the prospects of where that could go so
2: as people have gone down the rabbit hole with this guy because obviously the cincinnati police put out his picture Mm -hmm. so they went down a rabbit hole on his social media apparently he went to a party the night before and had his face drawn upon if you're ever in college you know you fall asleep with your shoes on Uh, bad things can happen to you right apparently that's why he had i love joe biden written on his forehead because he carried a saturday night bender into sunday and he was a seven fa and he seven foed yes congratulations
1: you are in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville, yeah so jeremy's jets won yesterday kind of i mean we got to win i mean you got to win you're now five and two on the season but unfortunately there was one great big loss we'll talk about up next
3: Ahoy matey! At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety. From your local catch to flavors from around the world, wild sashimi tuna, Charleston crab cakes, mountains of shrimp, bourbon salmon, wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa. It's enough to make any salty sea captain ready to set a course for the bounteous treasure of the Ingles Seafood Department. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
5: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina.
0: the sportsocracy I
1: up son I up so jeremy's new york he's not in the mood he's i'm a, not in he's the mood not in the mood to do it his uh, j-e-t-s jets 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 are five and two after a 16 to nine win over the denver broncos yesterday in denver and it might be the most expensive win in the NFL this year. Could possibly be because in the game yesterday, Brees Hall suffered a torn ACL. He will miss the rest of the season. And
2: that was bad. That was bad, bad, but bad, bad, bad. And news just broke. Elijah Vera
1: Tucker's done for the year, too. Yeah, he tore his triceps yesterday. And that's not an easy one to come back from either. No, it's not. Uh, I mean, look, this has been
2: this has been fun you know and and my I, I will say this team is exponentially ahead of where they should be and I'll give Robert Sala a ton of credit you have won several games that you should not have this is where it starts to unwind mm-hmm. I mean Brace Hall was the offense Michael Carter is not a bail cow he's a good running back he's not nearly as dynamic I've already heard the rumor that they're gonna chase Kareem Hunt Ugh. Okay. No, it doesn't do anything for you. Uh, no, it it doesn't. It, because he's not Bruce Hall. You're centering your offense around a running game, and you just lost the runner. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. But I have a slightly more pressing issue. Okay. Jets have five receivers. Okay. Two of them have requested trades already. Did you happen to look at the box score yesterday? What about leading it? receiver on the team was Michael Carter. Garrett Wilson had four catches for twenty-four yards. Mm-hmm. Braxton Barrios was four. Corey Davis irrelevant. That's not sustainable. It's just not. Zach Wilson is not a good NFL quarterback. A- at this point, he is the wish version of Colt McCoy. He's mobile, and it'll win you games like this guess who you get next week this looked a lot more fun when we had all of our toys and all of our trinkets Mm -hmm. and now you get big bad bill who's going to be coming off what might be one of the ugliest primetime games in history tonight
1: against the chicago bears right and they will come out and they will stack the box and dare zach wilson to beat them absolutely because you know that is the problem with when injuries start to mount
2: especially on a team that's this young because there's there's no, nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. You have all of these weapons with well, lines killed. You're playing a 38-year-old left tackle. You're now on your fourth right tackle. Let me say that again. This is the eighth game of the year. This will be the fourth player they've started at right tackle. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson's one of those that needs everything to go right. He's not Josh Rosen. He's not one of those complete just – not an NFL quarterback, quarterbacks. I would say he's largely equitable to a player we saw last night, to a tongue of Valoa. Was he great last night? No. No. He's got a good arm. He's largely inconsistent. But when he has Teron Armstead, and he has Tari- Tariq Hill, and he has Jalen Waddle, and he has Raheem Mostert, he can do enough to beat you week in, week out. Mm-hmm problem is Zach Wilson doesn't have that at this point. He has largely the same core he had last year. And I I, I unfortunately see this unwinding very aggressively. Mm -hmm. So 5-2, and it's been fun while it lasted? I I just don't believe – I don't see a path where behind this bad of an offensive line with the quarterback that holds the ball the second longest in the NFL, the only one behind him is Justin Fields, who I've long said – the, the internal clock in his head broke a long time ago because mm-hmm. he has no idea what a pass rush is. I just don't see it. I mean, I want to see it. I want this to continue. I'd love this team to make the playoffs. But in the AFC, it's it's just not in the cards. Right. You, you can't go through this much. I mean, you got the Dolphins nipping at your heels anyway. New England's right behind them. There are eight other teams in the AFC that are really good, and now you are the most hurt team in the NFL. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here. It's just, there's not, uh, your defense is phenomenal, and thankfully it's still healthy. Mm-hmm. Your one path is you're going to have to win games really ugly, and you just lost the uglier.
1: Well, I, I mean, I don't know about being the most hurt team in the NFL. I mean, Please like, tell me who's more so. I would. I mean, the Chargers have got to be right in not that Not even close.
2: Really? The Jets are going to have to bring somebody off the street to start at right tackle next week. They were already playing their guard out there. Please tell me who's in worse shape than that. They're two more injuries away from calling me. Well, oh, you're big and you can get in the way. Can you be in Jersey by the by the evening? That's that's a killed offense. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, the fact that they were able to win yesterday, I was especially when Brees Hall went down. That's a credit to Robert Sala. The defense is doing its job. And that's impressive. But I look at the Jets and the Giants very similarly. You need everything to go right to win the way you... And for the Giants, everything is going right. Mm -hmm. It ain't going right for the Jets. It's been fun. There's a lot of things to look
1: forward to. But it is not going to be this year. It ain't going to be this year, he says. Uh, Just, uh, you know, half a game behind the Buffalo Bills in the division. But... You do get the New England Patriots twice in the out, next three yeah, weeks, two out of the next three weeks. You got the bills in there as well. So yeah, you could, you could be staring 500 in the face. Oh, here you could be five and five quick. going to take on the Chicago bears the weekend of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, I'll be honest with you. You should still be happy about that. Of course. This is one of those times that NFL fans, you have to remember, don't forget what you thought coming into the year. And I would look at the Giants, I would look at the Seahawks, I would look at the Jets, and after yesterday, the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, you got your doors blown off. Just remember who you are. Right, your record is not always exactly who you are. You got demolished by a team that went to the Super Bowl last year. That's what was expected to happen. Mm-hmm. Jet fans, if you're 5-5 five and five, three weeks from now,
1: that's better than you thought it would be. 100%. And you'll have uh, all the prospects for next year with Brees Hall coming back and Elijah Vera Tucker coming back from their injuries. Sadly enough, seasons are over after the Broncos game yesterday. Those New York Giants, you do, do you foresee the fall coming for them? Their schedule is so pathetic.
2: They could wind up at 12 and 5. And it wouldn't shock me at least. Now, that Seahawks game this week looks a lot more daunting than it did a month ago. But then you go Texans, Lions, a Cowboys team that I don't think is all that good. The Commanders twice. The Colts who are starting Sam Ellinger. Uh Uh-huh. I don't necessarily think this team's great. They're in the same boat that the Jets were when they were healthy. You have to win a specific way, and everything has to go right. Mm -hmm. But you can keep doing that. Now, do I think they're the fifth-best team in the NFL? No. No, I don't.
1: Fifth-best team in the NFC? That's possible. You're in the top five. There's no doubt about it. I mean, yesterday you moved to 6-1 and on the road.
2: Uh, Trevor Lawrence was pretty good. I'm not going to say he was great, but he Mm -hmm. was pretty good. And Daniel Jones was about as efficient as you will ever see a quarterback be. You can win that way. Now, it's weird to look in your box score and go, who is Chris Myrick? When I don't know who you are, that's you're going deep. Deep, deep. But you pull it out with a Darius Slayton, Wandale Robinson. It's
1: ugly, but it wins. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, those those weapons are getting healthier. So maybe, maybe this can continue for the New York Giants. We'll discuss more up next here on ESPN Asheville.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
2: Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663.
5: Ingles Shoppers, new Omicron COVID-19 boosters are here. Ingles Pharmacy is now offering the new and improved boosters that target the Omicron variants to patients 12 years of age and up. Stop by the pharmacy to schedule yours today or make an appointment online at www.inglesmarkets.com.
0: The Sportsocracy. Let's open up the whole
1: can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Injuries are one of those things that you just can't escape them in the NFL. The New York Jets, two major injuries for the rest of the season. Brees Hall, star rookie running back, and Elijah Vera Tucker, second year guard slash tackle. He was playing right tackle, right? He was. He's played four of the five positions on the line this year. Yeah. So obviously you expect there's going to be a step back. For the New York Jets after their five and two start. The Giants, they had some injuries yesterday as well. Now, they're not saying that the injuries are serious to Evan Neal and Ben Bredison. Those are guys that have been opening up holes for Saquon Barkley to run through all year long. And Tyler Cunningham said it in the YouTube comments the Giants formula for winning right now is just to tire out the other team with Saquon Barkley, and then you can take advantage. And they're doing a, a pretty good job of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, this is the thing nobody's going to –
2: at least that I haven't heard outside of a couple highlight players, be it Salis Gardner for the Jets and Kayvon Thibodeau for the Giants. These are two really good young defenses mm-hmm. that are providing you every opportunity to win. Absolutely. I mean, Sauce Gardner had his worst game as a pro yesterday. Do you know what he gave up? What? Four catches for eight yards. Yikes. That's – I mean – why are we even paying the
1: guy? <laughs> but that's what the Giants are doing. The Giants are staying competitive in every game and then coming up with the big emotional play at the end. And I think that all leads back to coaching. Oh, no doubt. It all leads back to Brian Daybol Wink Martindale for, for getting this right. I mean, yesterday, the Jacksonville Jaguars had a chance to win that game, and the defense stepped up, stopped Trevor Lawrence at the one-yard line, so they couldn't win you need big plays like that but it also helps to have that bruiser to be able to wear down the other team and sometimes daniel jones has to step in and play the bruiser when saquon can't i mean yesterday they ran for 236 yards Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. most of that was six yards that carry most of that was daniel jones though i mean saquon saquon didn't get most of his yards till the fourth quarter
2: Saquon went 24 for 110, and Daniel Jones went 11 for 107 mm-hmm. with a touchdown. And I
1: think it was 74 of those yards for Saquon Something were in the fourth like quarter. That. So they were already worn down. Is it I, I mean, and that's a recipe
2: for success. Mm-hmm. The thing that bothers me about the Giants, they cannot put anybody away. Every game has to come down to the last possession. Yep. And that, that bothers me. But now I will say this. This week, you got a game in Seattle. Two teams that don't really make a ton of sense to me. And whoever walks away from that a winner. I think you have to start talking about the real. Just because no, it doesn't make a ton so. of sense. It, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, this is, they're not they, both of these teams are not winning in a conventional sense. But I would be remiss, remiss being who I am to say, look at the teams that we have opened this show with. You know what they all have in common? they all killed the draft Mm -hmm. every single one of them crushed the draft seattle seahawks had the best draft i've ever seen i'm not even sure we talked about them when when draft grades came out might be the best draft i've ever seen from them no i'm talking about ever Ever. that might be the best draft i've ever seen better than your jets yes five high level starters for the seattle seahawks and Mm -hmm. one of them was in the first round right that's as good as it gets Mm mm-hmm That's as good as it gets. Tariq Woolen, Kenny Walker, who all of a sudden has turned into Barry Sanders. Uh, Apparently, Ken Walker is just Barry Sanders, and nobody knew it until about three weeks ago.
1: (laughs) He is very, very good. Another 70-yard touchdown yesterday. Mm -hmm. And Geno Smith continues to complete 70-plus percent of his passes. You think it's all going to come back to the mean at some point, but then again, maybe not. Maybe it is sustainable. Maybe it continues. Maybe the NFL just stays drunk all year long. And as and me being me, I can't fault you for that. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 SportsCenter is next.
0: He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green tank spencer there's no holding back in the sportsocracy presented by ingles supermarkets and fred anderson nissan
1: of asheville we are the sportsocracy the democratic republic of sports here on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 coming to you live from the ingles studio as always you can check us out on the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you everywhere you go, live or on demand. And don't forget, you can see us on YouTube as well. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click on the live video link, subscribe to the channel. We also have uh, some House of Reprehensible memberships that have been donated. Uh, that was from our, our lovely and our, our fantasy football guru, Mr. Armchair Commentary. Yeah, we had one at the to- I saw one at the top, and then five were given by Armchair Commentary. Uh, so, if you'd like to join the House of Reprehensibles, claim one of those free memberships right now in the YouTube channel. Uh, and from our buddy Colin. Yes, I did not Colin see that. Colin was one. the other one. They, they were bunched together.
2: Mm-hmm. Being colorblind is brutal sometimes.
1: <laughs> Speaking of being colorblind, I think Matt Ryan might be. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know about colorblind. It's, I mean, he's obviously throwing it to the wrong team too much, but also, I mean, does does green and brown blend together cuz he's fumbling a lot as well. So yes. I I don't know how to I don't I don't know how all of that works. I'm not colorblind. It's uh this might be the end for Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. no doubt. This might be the end. No,
2: there's no one that will give him another shot. No, and and look, he had he has a grade 2 sprain in his shoulder. But it tells me everything I need to know that the Colts made perfectly sure that you understood he's not getting benched because of the shoulder mm-hmm. he's getting benched for being bad 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 but bad bad
1: mm-hmm. you cannot have a quarterback who turns the ball over 20 times in seven weeks you just can't do it the only the only way you can do it is if you have a, a quarterback who's also throwing for five thousand yards like Jameis Winston did with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, that team wasn't good, but the only reason he kept his job was because he uh, he threw as many touchdowns as he did interceptions. Matt Ryan's not doing that. And, and look, I, I, the, the problem with
2: Indianapolis is not just Matt Ryan. You're not getting Jonathan Taylor involved nearly enough. He had 10 carries yesterday. Mm-hmm. Averaged almost six yards a carry in those 10 carries, but that was it. And you look at what's coming. I mean, yeah, you get the Commanders this week in a game that if you watch more than eight plays of that, I'm going to need a 500-word essay on why. Sam Ellinger, Taylor Heineke. And have you looked at what's coming after that? At the Patriots, at the Raiders, Eagles, the Steelers. Mm That's fun. mm -hmm. At the Cowboys, at the Vikings, Chargers, at the Giants, Houston Texans.
1: You got three, four wins on there. At? best if you play like you've been playing i don't know if there's anything to do well I this
0: mean, this is the defense- to me
2: this is the stereotypical we have to do something because the fan base is unruly mm-hmm. i don't think anybody with an iq above salad dressing thinks sam ellinger is the he's gonna come in and lead us to the playoffs no the most popular player in every city is the backup quarterback just ask the clemson tigers mm-hmm we're going to get into that later, and I'm going to say a lot. They don't do anything well. There is nothing that this team hangs their hat on. I thought the defense was going to be better, and I understand you, that you've been missing Quitty Pay, You've been missing Shaq Leonard. Mm-hmm. I, I get all of that. You have two what I thought were good corners. Stephon Gilmore's been pretty good. Kenny Moore has been a disaster. And you just go down the line, it seems like there's somebody at every level of this team that has been just brutally awful. Mm-hmm. The line is terrible. You have no weapons. We already knew that. But I don't know what this is supposed to fix. I mean, you saw yesterday, the Tennessee Titans were obviously the better team on the field. That was never really in doubt to me. Mm-hmm. I know it never got out of hand. But did you ever really feel like Indianapolis was uh, even had a shot? No. They dink and dunked their way down the field to make it respectable.
1: I mean, it was thirteen nothing at halftime. Mm-hmm. And when you play, when you play the the you know the worst teams in the league, you're going to have a shot. The defense will get healthier. Shaq Leonard will come back. I mean, t- t- see, to me, having Shaq Leonard not be there is is like your offense not having a quarterback. But it's not. But it's not. It's There's a reason that we don't move
2: lines that much for off-ball linebackers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not telling you it won't help. I'm just saying, look at that schedule and tell me, let's say everybody came back. Who are you beating? Maybe a Chargers team that makes me want to pull my hair out at the root. Mm-hmm. Other than that, who are you supposed to beat? Do you really think you're going to go to Foxborough and beat New England? Who I don't buy, but they do exactly what you purport to want to do, and they do it better than you. Mm-hmm. With lesser players, I'm not saying there's a bunch of wins on this schedule. I can't get to be on six. Six, nine, and one is the best I can see this team finishing. And I don't care if it's Sam Ellinger, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, the ghost of Andrew Luck. I I don't care. This team's just not very good. It's mm-hmm. not very well coached. I don't feel like the offensive game plan has a real purpose. That's one of the things that when I watch, when I watch tape, if I can't figure out what you went into this week going, this is what we're going to do. That's unsettling to me. They've played seven games. I've said that five times. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what you were harping this week. Oh, we got to get Jonathan Taylor involved. Then why did he become completely irrelevant? Well, we fell behind. Who cares? You didn't fall behind by 40. Right. you were down 13 to nothing. You completely go away from the run game. Mm Mm-hmm. To let a 37-year-old geriatric try to lead you down the field with no weapons. So you can throw it to Paris Campbell at six yards a clip. Mm -hmm. I I, I look at the AFC South now and go, you know what? We should never have backed off the Tennessee Titans. It's the best culture in the division. It's not the most talented roster, I would say, from top to bottom. That's probably Jacksonville, but Jacksonville's so young. Mm -hmm. And it showed yesterday.
1: The Tennessee Titans are going to win this division, and I think they're going to win it in an absolute walk. My biggest question is about the offensive line. Like, I understand teams that don't have good offensive lines that you expected to have good offensive lines. Namely, looking at uh, you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, I get I, I get injuries and free agency and all that kind of stuff played in played into into account there. Somebody mentioned earlier in the comments that, oh, Tampa's line is killed. They're playing their sixth, uh, their, their, you know, their, their sixth squad. No, they're not they're really not. They're playing the starting left tackle
2: that we plan playing at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Start right tackle you plan at the beginning of the year. Starting left guard. And you're starting left guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Robert Haynesy, that's the one that you didn't actually plan on going into the year. Mm-hmm. And, and Indianapolis is in largely the same
1: boat. That's That's what I'm trying to figure out is like, what happened outside of uh quentin nelson the rest of the line has just disappeared ryan kelly's not been good
2: that's the unsettling part to me i thought the interior of this line was solid mm-hmm. the tackles maybe not so much but one of the ways to mitigate that is having a running back like jonathan taylor now you don't even have that a- and maybe they thought bernard raymond was more prepared ready yeah of which, if you did, I don't really understand why. Now, that was your number one knock against him in the draft process. It's, it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. Now, now, his high side is through the roof, but all of you may be elemento fired by the time you see that. And this is it's just one of those things that's completely maddening to me. How did you go into a season with one, what I think to be good receiver, an elite running back, and nothing else, and think
1: you were going to contend in this league? and they're getting worse because they were because they contended last year because they were just they were oh so close to making the playoffs but you at least had the ghost of ty hilton last year now it's
2: alec pierce and michael pittman end of message repeat the line
1: yeah but ty was washed anyway
2: he was but at least you were slightly worried about him beating you over the top Mm -hmm. now you get paris campbell is a sasquatch yeah he's a Sasquatch I hear how fast he is I just never see it Mm -hmm. I mean he's turned into Hunter Renfro hey look he got 10 catches and none of them mattered Mm -hmm. 10 catches you average six something yards per
1: uh, per uh target that's uh, that's not doing it in this league well the sad part in all of this and maybe the good part for the Indianapolis Colts is looks like this probably will be Frank Reich's last year
2: I don't say how you recover from this. I don't either. And in large part, I don't even think it's his fault. The heat. This was- is where this is where geriatric quarterbacks go to die. Mm-hmm. This is the Boca Raton of the NFL, and you just can't keep doing that. Now, this has been the worst of the bunch. And Jacoby Brissett, he was not an old mm-hmm. quarterback he was just not a starter and that's what you he got stuck He was an with.
1: also ran. He was the, he was the last he you know, he was the last need you
2: needed. And then since then you've gone through Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. I go back to the office the tell the difference between these two pictures. Uh, it's the same picture. Mm-hmm. It's actually the same guy just lather rents for Pete. Right. And I will say this. I think this is a much more attractive job. I had somebody over the weekend ask me, Sean Payton, you, you just absolute have to make a, a a guess of where he goes. If Staley gets fired with the Chargers, that's the no-doubter. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that this is not an attractive job if you can find some way to get a quarterback.
1: But you also need weapons,
2: right? I mean, <sighs> you got to find receivers somewhere. Look around the NFL. You can find weapons. Now, you have to be able to draft, and I think Chris Ballard does a good job of that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he built this team very well. I think this was intended to be a grinded-out football team, and the thing that he did not account for is our defense is going to be killed and teams are going to get up on us, and now we're playing from behind, which is not what we do. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you become so one-dimensional that it's easy to defend. Right. I'm worried about Michael Pittman. I'm not scared of anybody else. Alec Pierce can throw up empty stats. I'm not worried he's going to beat me. I'm not worried Paris Campbell is going to beat me, or Jelani Woods, or any of these other guys. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of, and now I would say the Tennessee Titans are the team I'm the most confident going to win their division.
1: Outside of the Buffalo Bills,
2: I would say I'm more confident in Buffalo than I am, or in Tennessee than I am in Buffalo. Really. I don't think there's anything that can happen to Tennessee that changes that mm-hmm. because you're winning based on culture. You have a coach and and all of these different pieces. If somebody gets hurt, I don't think it changes that team that much. Well, I, I mean, mean, obviously, Derrick Henry that would
1: change a lot. Yeah, but last but year I've seen remember, Deontay Foreman do it too. I was going to say uh, Dontrell Hilliard came in and had big games last year for this team, and, and he's and, still there. And that's just
2: the thing. I don't think there's anything that can happen in Tennessee where I'm going to look. It's certainly not Houston but I'm going to look at Jacksonville or Indianapolis and say they're better. No, they're not.
1: While the early uh, overreactions of the season may have led us to believe otherwise, I'm right there with you. Tennessee Titans look like they're in control of the division. They've now swept the Indianapolis Colts after the 19-10 to win yesterday. And now they've announced that it will be Sam Ellinger time. Woo! but at least he is the mobile quarterback that can threaten you with his feet we saw it over and over and over with him at texas and you know he's not really a he's not really a threat to go 60 yards but he's at least a, a short yardage threat. sam ellinger is the cruise
2: that's exactly what he is this is a failing marriage and you're thinking a very lavish vacation is going to save it I mean probably not. Most likely you're gonna fight the entire time and you're gonna come back and go, you know, I really don't like you.
1: Mm-hmm. but maybe it does. but at this point are you not just looking to to put a band-aid on this season and not make it get so Frank Reich is trying to show that he can do
2: something that merits him getting another crack at this job. Matt Ryan's not gonna do it. no and he knows that. With Matt Ryan, I'll be lucky to win seven games. We're not gonna win the division. And I'm not saying we're going to be better with Sam Ellinger, but what if we are? If I win seven games with Ellinger and I've shown that I can get at least the fan base at least a little motivated, maybe I keep my job. Mm-hmm. I doubt it,
1: kinda but like, that's why he's the cruise. Yeah, Kind of like uh, PJ Walker with the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> they beat your bucks. Yeah, they did. Good God. They beat the brakes off of us. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. we are got to take a break before I say cuss words.
5: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
2: Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle you can even have your car appraised instantly at andersonnissan.com stop in and visit them today at 629 brevard road nashville or call them at
1: 828-365-1663 the season we've all been waiting for is here No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
0: The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football.
1: That we do, and there's more football to be had this week. Monday Night Football tonight, the New England Patriots and the Chicago Bears. Uh, I'm here humbly asking that I don't have to watch another Chicago Bear game for the rest of my life. Jeremy, will have your picks of the night coming up at the end of the program. Plus, we'll uh, yeah, we'll break down tonight's game. Who's got the advantage? New England Patriots not close. We might give you a domestic light drinking game to make this actually palatable to watch. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sad about my Buccaneers losing to the Carolina Panthers yesterday. I'm wearing my uh, Chicago Bears jersey because I told Jeremy when I got here that I figured that I would go ahead and rep a team that actually has a future. Uh, with, with all the weight loss, that, that thing does kind of look like a dress. It does, doesn't it? It's awesome. I love it. It's hanging a little wispy. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's the style, isn't it? You're supposed to
2: wear it blousey. Uh, Stephen Tao said, "Jeremy, you already got your humble wish. Don't get greedy."
1: Good point. I think I'm you out did. of wishes for the year. Yeah, you don't you don't get any more wishes after praying to gods that you don't believe in. That uh, I was gonna have to go to Bank of America Stadium yesterday and watch my team lose. Which no one thought was coming. I believed. I you believed. And that's, and that's why in the pick segment and beat the Chief on Friday, you happily took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And or I, I guess have. begrudgingly took the Tampa and Bay I Buccaneers. And I shouldn't
2: have, and I should have followed my heart and taken Washington. I, you know what? From now on, when we do beat the Chief, if I say, oh, I really want to do something. I want somebody every week to take those picks to bet us, and you and I will just split the money for the rest
1: of the time. There you go. I think those picks are 7-0 and this year. Yeah. Uh, Chief was the big winner of the week, by the way. He went 8-4 and four in the picks this week. Jeremy, have a week, Chief. Yeah. Let's go. Jeremy was 6-6. Six and six. I was 5-7, and seven, so that means I have lost my lead now. And now the Chief has a two-game lead on the both of me and And tank fades into oblivion like his tampa
2: bay buccaneers still tied with you so that's
1: fine you won't be for long Uh uh-huh uh-huh because i didn't mean to right two weeks in a row yeah okay uh anyhow the chiefs and the 49ers Man, we thought that was going to be the game of the week, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, there was a possibility. I mean, that was one of the ones that I got wrong yesterday because I had the San Francisco 49ers plus the two at home, and they lost by a bajillion. It's not good. It's back-to-back losses for San Francisco. Losing uh, Losing to the Atlanta Falcons obviously that hurt yeah obviously that hurts a lot more than losing to the kansas city chiefs but it was the fashion in which you lost to the chiefs and look this is what people like me were talking about with trey lance
2: look san francisco is still good this is a team that's still going to make the playoffs i have no fear of that especially in the dog water nfc but your ceiling is so limited yesterday i i would argue argue that garoppolo was fine Mm-hmm. George Kittle had a decent day. Brandon Iook had a decent day. They contained Debo Samuel. But you didn't stand a snowball's chance in Atlanta against that offense. And that's what you're predicated on. Mm-hmm. The, the way this team is built is we're going to run the ball well, Jimmy's not going to turn it over, and the defense is going to win us games. And you didn't have a chance. No. The defense completely collapsed at the end of the game.
1: Also, if you had Mikko Hardman with two rushing touchdowns, you're, uh, you're a witch. Right. It's a one-point game at halftime. It's 14-13, to 13, Kansas City with the lead at halftime, and
2: then – But then what happened? Yeah. Kansas City goes in the locker room, makes an adjustment, and San Francisco didn't have one. hmm And you know what? I, I give credit where it's due. Let's give credit to Danny Reid finally figuring out that Clyde edwards is a bad running back. Let's go. Only uh, took you three years. Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco got the start yesterday. And will continue to. Clyde edwards Alaire is the passing down back. That is all he is worth. That is what he is. 44-23.
1: Mm-hmm. to 23, Chiefs trounce the 49ers. And none of this is, supr- is a surprise on the Kansas City side. You know Kansas City's good. You know they still have, you know, the ability. I just... I thought this division was going to be so much closer. And now the leader of the division is the Seattle Sea
2: Chickens. Oh, in the NFC West? Yeah. (laughs) Good night. That keeps coming up on my computer every time because I've got the standings pulled off to the side. Mm -hmm. Every time I see Seattle as the four seed in the NFC, three seed, because the leader of your division has three whole wins. Three and four. Let's
4: go.
1: Three and four. That's, That's fun. Tampa and Atlanta tied for first, and the and the Panthers are just one game back. Oh, if I hear that one more oh time,
2: Carolina, look, take the win. It was a fun day. <sighs> mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. The hospitality was amazing. I got to sit down and talk to Eugene Robinson, which that was just phenomenal for me. Sitting so there talking to a former uh, NFL defensive back about defensive coverages and things like that. Oh, my wife asked what was the best part of the day, and I went into elaborate detail about that. I'm not 100% sure I even understand what you just said to me. It's fine. Nerd stuff.
1: Loved every second of it. Christian McCaffrey made his uh, debut with the San Francisco 49ers, and it was fine being on the team for three days. He had, what, 63 total yards? And and that's going to be a big difference maker for San Francisco.
2: Absolutely. There's a reason they made this move. You don't give up four draft picks. Unless you feel a that something is going to drastically help you
1: and b that you drastically need it mm-hmm. I just hope he can stay healthy. It's the only thing i, w- I did. the only thing I wish for because San Francisco has not had a healthy running back in four years. it feels like
2: no I mean and, and Elijah Mitchell will still have a role I mean I just think in time the the fact that you're playing in just a brutally bad division. And a brutally bad conference. Mm-hmm. It's going to sort out, but San Francisco, I would say, has the 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 most important four game stretch of any team in the NFL. If you play the Rams at, at the Rams this week, that cannot be a loss. Mm-hmm. You cannot go to three and five. Come back after a bye against the Chargers, Cardinals, Saints, and Dolphins. That could go very well because nothing I just said is overly daunting. It can also go very sideways. Mm-hmm. And then we're looking around going, uh-oh, we we have boo-booed quite aggressively. I,
1: I Do you still believe in San Francisco? I do. I do, too. I, I think you have to. Okay, they got dog-walked yesterday. The Atlanta game, I, every team in the NFL has had one of those games, except for the Philadelphia Eagles. Except for the big three. Uh, yeah, the big three. Every team has had one of those outside the big 3, outside of, you know, the 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 leaders, the Buffalo Bills, Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. It's not I'm not like stepping up to the ledge on the 49ers because they got smoked by a, Patrick Mahomes he does this and to me the bigger takeaway
2: from this game was you should double down on Philadelphia Kansas City and Buffalo Mm -hmm. there is such a drastic difference between those three and everybody else this is a team we believe in we think is good and look they didn't play well I I understand that you got smoked Mm -hmm. and I went through getting ready for power rankings tomorrow if you're not familiar with how we do things around here Tuesday's power rankings day and we have a little theme tomorrow with my new little with my new little box for buttons we we have we have stuff a
1: themed power rankings tuesday Mm -hmm. i like it i like it uh yeah and you know my team's gonna take a massive tumble as they should your team is going to be on the right side of the screen the green bay packers same thing Mm -hmm. it's just the way it is 11 of my top 16 are in the afc yes That's exactly what I was getting ready to say, was you're going to have a whole lot of AFC teams on that left side of the screen going one through 16. Adam Black asked in the comments, well, who's winning the South then, if it's not the Carolina Panthers? Um, I'm still going Tampa Bay. I mean, it's still Tampa Bay.
2: I'm still going Tampa Bay. Right. I mean, uh, trust me, you could convince me of Atlanta. Yeah, maybe. You could convince me of Atlanta. You could convince me of New Orleans. Mm Mm-hmm. If I'm being real honest, you can probably convince me in Carolina if you got enough domestic lights in me, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm sorry.
2: Wait a minute, we have breaking news. Oh. Wait, wait, stop the show. We have got breaking news. Who's gonna break the news? Who's
0: gonna break the news? Who's gonna break the news? Who's gonna break the news?
2: It's from Stephen Tal. The McRib returns okay. on Halloween, 10 31. thirty-one. Let's
1: go! Wait, it's it's already back though. Isn't in certain places, in certain it will
2: be nationwide gotcha. on October the thirty-first. Ah. I had its replacement from the
1: Arby's today. And go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. You said it to me. You need the to Arby's say it to the version public. was
2: not as Molly Ratchet as the McDonald's version, so it didn't hit that just this is not really food mm. element that i was looking for however you throw in a little mcdonald's barbecue sauce because of course they left the rb sauce out of the bag so i'd get a little creative wasn't bad wasn't bad at all it was better oh no it was not better oh come on no the full experience was not better uh, the mcrib is an experience and that is what you have never properly given it's it's kudos to it's not an experience it's a 100% an experience it's not an
1: experience the McRib oh, is a perfect yay, chance I
2: get to eat cardboard there are certain times in life that you just get to embrace your 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 inner child and I get to let my mullet down and maybe drink a a, a, a less than ideal domestic light I mean, I'm talking the thing that's $2 at your local watering hole. Mm. Have one of those in a McRib and drive around in a Camaro and listen to White Snake and just embrace what is good about this world. I will be doing all of those things within one calendar week. You bark my words. Bad food. Why do you like bad food? This doesn't make sense. McRib's not bad. It's delicious. It's wonderful. Extra pickles, extra slivered onions.
0: On the weird scale... (laughs) There's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville.
1: Let's get weird, Asheville. All right, it's time to get weird. And Jeremy, we'll let you kick this one off. My story from Des
2: Moines, Iowa. Apparently, some people in Iowa need a little edumacation on their big cats. Iowa officials alerted community members Thursday of a cougar spotted in surveillance footage from the city's east side. And they took the footage and they posted it on their social medias. That was mm, mistake number one. So when they shared this, they said, oh, it's a it's a mountain cat of some kind. Cougar. <clears throat> Very quickly, uh, nature people in Des Moines went, mm-mm. Nope, that is not a cougar. That is a house cat that was too close to the camera, and you got duped. Mm -hmm. Somebody's cat got out, went across the camera, and everybody freaked out and went, Ah, there's a cougar! It's a huge cat! Yeah. Nope, that's Buttons. You freaked out over Buttons. And that is actually the cat's name. I didn't realize that when I first said it. The cat's name is Buttons. Buttons. I knew that was in my head for some reason. Wonderful. Just maybe don't panic on things. First of all, I don't know if you've ever been to Iowa. I'm not saying there's not a chance of a cougar. (laughs) I'm just saying it walking down the street is probably not the most likely. I wanted it to have a bell. It didn't have a bell. I was hoping it was just Mr. Whiskers running down the...
1: No, I mean, I feel like cougars are pretty rare in Iowa. There's a reason Zach Wilson went to Utah for school. 100%. Let's go.
4: (laughs) Cougars
2: unite. Uh, A Facebook user, however, and this is one of the reasons I want to tell the story commented on the post and took a picture of their child's teddy bear and they took it with a nature camera mm-hmm. and said they had spotted a wild grizzly bear in their backyard and that guy deserves all the kudos
1: if you're having some troubles if you're you know a little stressed out you 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 may not have like the perfect path for your life right now everything's just kind of jumbled up and you don't really know you don't have a direction there's a Russian startup company that thinks they've got it figured out. They're going to give you the path to basically solving all of your problems. And it's the weirdest thing I have ever heard of. So this Russian startup company, I can't say the name of the uh, of the company because obviously it is in Russian, but they are offering clients what they call a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to arrange your own fake funeral. And you can go through the experience of being buried alive. And it only costs $57,000 or 3.5 million rubles. They say... That if you're having trouble, being buried alive may just give you access to feelings that you never had before. Nope. Uh, They call it basically stress therapy for your fears and anxieties. And that if you were to go through this process, you may just find things in yourself that you never knew were possible before. Like, you may find that... You have a new lease on life. Yeah,
2: because you thought it was over.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you you started talking to dead relatives and they said, "Hey, maybe make something of your life." <laughs> they offer two services. One's an online funeral, which will cost you seventeen thousand dollars, or the "quote unquote" full immersion, which costs. Like I said, close to sixty thousand dollars, you get a casket, they put you in the casket, you get all of the religious ceremony, whatever your religion is, they will they will they will do the service, and then whilst alive, they will bury you in this in, in this box, basically, for sixty minutes. And they say that while you're in there and when you emerge you will come out with a a a a new desire to live uh that's called oxygen deprivation (laughs) that you may even find out that you have uh supernatural powers (laughs) so they think you're going to come out and be a power ranger i don't know like nope that's not how that works exactly you may discover new talents psychic abilities and see success in business. I'm with Alex Majabi
2: here. Uh, he said a Russian company charging you to bury you alive. Hmm, seems totally legit. Oh, 100%. and my take here is this is brought to you by the same people that gave you Chernobyl. <laughs> you know, I didn't even I didn't even think about
1: that. I'm out. You're out. I, no way. It reminded me though of one of the greatest skits of all time in television, where Bob Newhart played a therapist. And he told the woman, stop it. She had a problem.
0: Stop it or I'll bury you alive in a box.
1: (laughs) Bingo. Stop it. That should solve all of your problems. You don't need to spend $60,000 to some Russian startup company. Oh, but if you do pay for the full immersion, you get to keep the casket. So there you go. And here's the thing. If you feel
2: like you need somebody to just yell, stop it at you, I will provide this service for the low, low price of
1: just nine ninety-nine. dollars 99 The Sportsocracy returns right after this on ESPN Asheville. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch.
3: Ahoy, matey. At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety, from your local catch to flavors from around the world. Wild sashimi tuna, Charleston crab cakes, mountains of shrimp, bourbon salmon, wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa. It's enough to make any salty sea captain ready to set a course for the bounteous treasure of the Ingles Seafood Department. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: Take all of
1: this, burn it. Okay. Gasoline, kerosene, either one. Burn it. Jeremy, your sweeping declaration from yesterday's Miami Dolphins Pittsburgh Steelers showdown. Kenny Pickett ain't it.
2: Just straight up, he's not. Just, Just no hope for him. He's not an NFL quarterback. I mean, he's a low level starter maybe a high-end backup Mm -hmm. but if i'm pittsburgh and i'm looking at how this season's going to ultimately go i'm not i could see him getting the josh rosen treatment really absolutely one and done absolutely you cannot possibly look at this and go yeah that's the solution
1: well i mean there was that one drive in the second quarter george pickens scoring his first touchdown Woo! well i mean that's It's progress. I've come to realize
2: anytime a a, a fan base has to come with the, well, Pat Mahomes didn't play his rookie year, or Peyton Manning was terrible his rookie year. Mm -hmm. Peyton Manning did not have Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Pat Fryermouth, Najee Harris, and George Pickens. This is not your solution. Mm hmm. And looking at the way things are going to go for the rest of the year, there's not a ton of wins there. I mean, you play at Philadelphia this week. Good luck with that. Yeah. And you've got a lot of Cincinnati, Baltimore, Las Vegas left on the schedule. Full strength Cleveland Browns. I could see Pittsburgh picking in the top five. And I know your defense is better with T.J. Watt. I'm well aware of that. He didn't play offense. Mm Mm-hmm and it's a very damning statement to me when a team gets the ball down a possession as time is expiring and i never the thought never even crossed my mind that you're going to accidentally win this. that he was going to get lucky never even crossed my mind i mean
1: through two red zone picks there at the end of the game and the last one
2: was horrendous mm-hmm
1: there's nothing there but is this just rookie growing pains is it just he's trying to get a feel for the nfl speed of the game and all that i mean that's all that we ever hear about when rookies are starting he's now played four games i couldn't count five
2: high level throws he's made in four games mm-hmm. now you got to win against the bucks it had very little to do with you because you got knocked out mm-hmm. ask yourself this question since pickett came in how many wins did they have Oh, they Uh, won the one game that he got knocked out of. Yeah. Tells you everything you need to know. And now you've got Chase Claypool yipping at the offensive coordinator saying that we need to run more go routes. Let me explain to you why you're not. Why would I waste you running down the field knowing full well your quarterback can't get it there? Mm -hmm. The safeties know you can't get it there. That's not a threat. That's the reason that you keep seeing these very stacked up boxes because they know the one thing that you can do If you give them the opportunity to run Najee Harris, he can't do it. Now, alternatively, I look at Miami and go, all right, maybe I've been undervaluing Tua. Not by much, but the fact that he can hit you deep, it was a dichotomy to me. You've got two teams here that have, I think, very high-level weapons. Miami's are some of the best in the league, and I think Pittsburgh's very good. Mm -hmm. But watch how defensively teams play with them. Javon Holland had a pick last night that he absolutely just toyed with Kenny Pickett. He knew what he would do. Broke on it instantaneously. Manipulated him with his eyes. And then you have Tua that has enough of an arm. He is the enough quarterback. He does everything just well enough to be a threat. And you have these high-level weapons around him. I think that's going to be a better team maybe than I thought. They're not going to win pretty, but frankly, very few teams in this league do. Right. But as long as you've got Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and by the way, I, I I told sports freak Brian Hall that I was going to say this today. This is my first takeaway to him about his Dolphins. Stop giving Chase Edmonds the ball.
3: Ever. <laughs> if
2: you come to a play and it says this one goes to Chase, just mark it off. Just mark it off. Raheem Mostert, that's your answer. Every time. When
1: in doubt, give the ball to Raheem Mostert. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I'm all. I'm. I, I'm not ready to give up on a rookie after just a couple of starts. I mean, this is a bad team. Is it, though? Yeah. Okay, that so what's bad? offensive line is not good. Uh, that wasn't really a problem last
2: night. Outside of one drive where Jalen Phillips was, yeah, he had a drive. I was going to say, but Miami's not known for getting home on quarterbacks. And if the offensive line was that big a problem, anybody would get home. That's weird. They didn't. Mm-hmm. And even with that, Kenny Pickett was still largely ineffective. Mm-hmm. He's not the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. Look, I make harsh criticisms on quarterbacks way faster than other people do. Right? I don't tend to be wrong. I can count on one hand the number of guys that I looked at after a year and went, nope. Uh, and two of them, you had to completely reconstruct the offense to make them high-level starters. Mm-hmm. As Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. Right. I didn't think anybody would – I'll go one step further. I didn't think anybody could do that. Well, they did. Mm-hmm. There's no constructing this for Kenny Pickett. He is a mediocre arm talent. He has a mediocre football IQ. And those things don't change. He's not going to get better. He's an old rookie anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. He's twenty four. Uh right. yes. He's twenty four, right. we'll
2: be twenty five in the off season this year. Yeah. That's not
1: your guy. I mean, you would think that with all of the weapons that he has at his disposal, it would look better. Mm-hmm. Mm, but if you're if you're always under duress, they're stacking the box against you, I I don't know. I mean I stacking like... the
2: box against you should be good for Kenny Pickett,
1: oh, not a negative. It. I get it but i'm saying they're limiting the running game he has a two to
2: seven touchdown to interception ratio mm-hmm. how many quarterbacks you ever seen do that that turned into something there's only been a handful of guys that have done it in the last decade right period most of them didn't last in the league three years and that's where i i i back off nothing i said about him in the offseason mm-hmm. I said I, he was fifth on my list behind Corral, behind a slew of other guys, because he's just a
1: dude. Another thing he's not ready to back off on is the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas oh, we Cowboys might well get this over with. won another one this week, and it's just they mark it Micah Parsons really well, right? Nothing else. We'll talk about it up next right here in the Sportsocracy.
5: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina.
3: At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. back here in the Angle Studio on ESPN Asheville. How about them Cowboys? The How Dallas Cowboys them? are 5 and 2 now after beating the Detroit Lions 24 to 6 yesterday. Dak Prescott made his triumphant return and it looked exactly like Cooper Rush but
2: against one thing? of
1: the worst defenses I've ever seen. But is that not a good thing? That's what you, you, you said when they, you feared that when Dak comes back, they were going to completely change the way they've been playing. And that means they're going to lose games. Well, they didn't. No,
2: that's fine. That, that beats the Detroit lions of the world. Great. Enjoy it. You're five and two. Woo. And guess what? You'll do it again next week. Cause you play the listless, God awful, terrible Chicago bears. And then you get a buy, And that'll be fun. And then you have to go to Lambeau. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go to Minnesota. And then you play the Giants. I I don't like you better than any of those teams. Oh, I don't. Already beaten the Giants once. Without their best run stuffer. I could argue without their best player, not named Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. I will continue to say this. You're going to win plenty of regular season games. Whoop-de-doo. And the first time you play a high-level team, You are going to get smoked. And I'm here for it. And I think it's the Dallas, or I think it's the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau two weeks from now. Really? A team that I don't buy at all. Mm -hmm. That strikes me as the week they get right. And you see just exactly how limited this team is. You have a bunch of players that are cast one spot above what they are. Do you even know who caught passes for them yesterday? For Dallas? Mm hmm cd lamb hey cd four for 70 Mm -hmm. Uh, against the worst defense i've ever seen Mm -hmm. noah brown five for 50 woo. michael gallup nowhere to be found crickets Mm -hmm. dalton schultz five for 49 just as
1: nondescript as it comes and then got hurt didn't he i don't I, i think he did but it wasn't it wasn't serious no I, I just and remember, I could be wrong on that. But. I just remember walking by the uh, one of the televisions in the stadium yesterday and he was being helped off the field. So, There's no high side here.
2: Oh, we beat the Lions. Awesome. You, you've beaten a slew of teams that are not very good. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get excited about that, it's fine. But this is uh, the perpetual cycle of the Dallas Cowboys. We're officially at the, how about them Cowboys stage? That's super annoying. And you get to hear every single second of every single day. Give me a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Way do you see Trayvon Diggs on Justin Jefferson. Way do you have to stare across at Aaron Rodgers. Not at Jared Garf, whose three biggest targets were Khalif Raymond, Brock Wright, and Craig Reynolds. Because the St. Brown got hurt very early. Yep. Woo. You're going to make the playoffs great i'm a, and i will keep saying this every single week until we get to the playoffs when you go in and catch one of these teams that can legitimately score points and you get smoked like a honey ham but congratulations enjoy your five and two that and one u.s
1: dollar will get you a coke you are in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville, the daily draft comes up next stock up stock down from the weekend You can join us in the chat as well as we'll continue the reactions from this past week in the NFL, plus the Monday night football breakdown coming your way.
0: He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green tank spencer there's no holding back in the sportsocracy presented by ingles supermarkets and fred anderson
1: nissan of asheville you are in the sportsocracy here on espn asheville 92.9 FM, 880 a.m and 1400 we are heard everywhere live or on demand on the iHeartRadio radio app yes you could take us with you everywhere you go and you got one of them uh newfangled cars like uh jeremy and i have from uh fred anderson nissan of Asheville. you can even take us with you in your car everywhere you go you don't have to be in the uh in you know within the reach of the fm or am sticks you can take us anywhere that's right you can uh Mm -hmm.
2: and if you follow us on the socials you'll see a lovely lovely video i did this morning with the help of news
1: gnome mark starling taking a victory lap on tank it was very very good uh yeah it is uh the three hour victory lap by jeremy green here in the sportsocracy i did my
2: best tony soprano
1: his jets go five and to improved to five and two on the season however they took some lumps that they are not going to recover from no. anytime soon uh my tampa bay buccaneers went to charlotte and lost can you just say that one more time yeah my tampa bay buccaneers went to charlotte and lost
2: memories, they, like they, the color
1: of my mind. I mean, lost their keisters to the awful Carolina Panthers, who had just traded their best player. More on that coming up in just a minute. And, and an announcement: If you are a fantasy football player, I've seen a lot of
2: questions in the chat uh tomorrow morning. We will be doing a show, me and, and me and the Canada and Mister Armchair Commentary, on if you've lost Mike Williams, if you've lost Brees Hall. We're going to help you out. These are the players that you can tap out on. If you took our advice and got them, now is the time to sell high, and it will save your team. One-hour show. We will answer questions, as we always do. Give you a few waiver, guys.
1: We're here for you. And we're always here in the Angles studio and the top of the third hour of the program, always the Daily Draft, where today... We are drafting, of course, as always on a Monday, stock up, stock down from the weekend. And, you know, I got first pick. I think I had the game of the week in uh, college football, Texas and Oklahoma State. You did. From uh, from our draft on Friday. I-, I know you're not taking who I want, so that's fine. You can have the first pick. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to throw the home team a bone here. Uh, Charlotte fans, just Charlotte sports fans in general. You are winners of the weekend because not only did you get to see life out of a team that we all thought was pretty listless against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday, winning in dominating fashion, 21 to three, but the Charlotte Hornets were also winners against the rival Atlanta Hawks last night. As was put on social media by one of the big fan groups down there in Charlotte, just enjoy this because we don't get these moments very often. We don't get to see the Panthers and the Hornets get rivalry wins on the same day. So congratulations, Charlotte fans. You are a winner of the weekend. I'm starting with a loser. And
2: it is one ridiculous loser. And I told you I was going to do this on Friday if he did exactly what he did, which is go to Columbia and poo-poo in his pants. (laughs) The big old loser of this week is one Mr. Jim Bob Fisher. Congratulations. You're going to miss a bowl game. Number one recruiting class in the country, $84 buyout. And you're going to miss a bowl game. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. That's official now? Well, you're three and four, and here's what they have left. This week, you get Ole Miss. Did you happen to see what happened to them in Death Dude, Valley? I think they might be a little perturbed. After that, you go Florida at Auburn. You get a win against UMass. Good for you. And then you have to play that LSU team. You tell me who they're going to be. Yeesh. You tell me who old Dark Helmet's going to beat. Right. That team that was just down 17 to nothing to South Carolina in five minutes. (laughs) Jimbo Fisher, loser of the weekend. One, Mr. Jim Robert Fisher, the third Esquire. Nice. Hilarious. Just another part of the weekend of Jeremy. That's what I'm officially calling it. Mm -hmm. You Remember the summer of George on Seinfeld? Yep. This was the weekend of Jeremy. Okay. I don't think you're going to take this team, but I don't know that I care because I want to say it. The Las Vegas Raiders. I get that you just beat the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You didn't have Darren Waller and you stuck to one of the most basic tenets of, of Jeremy's keys to winning football games, which is run the damn ball. Josh Jacobs is a dog, yes, he and in is. this system, he's a real dog. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that schedule, I know people think I talk too much about schedules. There's not a legitimate, no doubt good team on this
1: schedule till the last two weeks of the season. Yep. It's 49ers and the Chiefs. ESPN's FPI, in fact, has them as uh, expected favorites nine out of the last 11 games nine out of the last 11 and i am just here
2: to reiterate a hill that i'm more than willing to die on the las vegas raiders are going to make the playoffs Mm -hmm. all right las vegas raiders
1: winners of the weekend good good for you i'm torn between two college teams you know what i'm just going to take them both i'll take them both right here i got back-to-back picks the first one is going to be a team that, uh, well, Jeremy, you you alluded to just a second ago. It's the LSU Tigers. My family. I mean, look, my family came in here and it did not start well. No. To say the very, very least. However, as LSU rebounded from a 17-3 to deficit against Ole Miss, a team that is ranked in the top seven of the country, and we were talking college football playoff scenarios for that team and LSU rebounded fantastically and just absolutely dog walked them in the 42 second 42 to 3 from the second quarter on
4: and my favorite
2: stat of the weekend LSU has had a football program since practically the dawn of time mm-hmm. they've had three quarterbacks ever throw for two passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns in the same game. Joe Burrow did it a few years ago, and Jaden Daniels has done it in consecutive weeks.
1: Mm -hmm. LSU also had, uh, it was the first time since 1983 that they, as an unranked team, beat a team in the top 10. They've done it two times before in the history of this storied program, and both times they did it, they won by more than twenty points.
2: I have never been happier that I fell asleep before
1: I could make a wager because
2: I was all over Ole Miss. You were. And then I went sleepy time. And I woke up and went, mm. Well, that that escalated quickly.
1: I am I am glad that I went to sleepy sleepy time. Yeah. So glad you did not wager on the Ole Miss Rebels. But now LSU shocker among shockers they're six and two now probably not going to be seven and two as their next game comes against the alabama crimson tide
2: but it's at home
1: but it is at home and then you got arkansas you and got it's UAB, off a of bye week and you got texas a&m this is going to be a team that finishes much better than we thought they were going to When it looked like things weren't going well. They control their own destiny to get into the SEC title game. Mm -hmm.
2: And if you beat Alabama, and look, I understand that's a tall ask. It is in your place. It is Death Valley at night, and it is coming off a bye week. With an Alabama team that does not do well as a big favorite, and they will be, Mm -hmm. on the road. Mm -hmm.
1: It is a team that can get got, as they like to say. And then my second college team to take as a winner of the weekend is the TCU Horned Frogs. Four straight top 25 victories for TCU. And now they've got a, they, they've got a path to the playoff. They do. There's some chaos that will have to ensue for that to happen. But if I'd have told you at the beginning of the season that Sonny Dykes in his first year would have the TCU Hornfrogs Frogs as a serious contender for the college football playoff, you probably would have told me I was crazy. I certainly would have. And now Sonny Dykes comes in and has not lost in Fort Worth in his home, in his home stadium. And they've just come out of nowhere, and Max Dugan looks like a world beater
2: pretty sure he has had an interaction with the space jam ball that's the only explanation i have for how that kid became this good okay back-to-back picks for me one of them is very easy you, you remember you remember when the Bengals were 0-2 and everybody went the sky has fallen the sky has fallen mm-hmm. since then you've won four of five against the jets dolphins saints and falcons and your one loss was by two to the Baltimore Ravens, and you very easily could have won it. That offense is for real. I do not care who you line up against. The line is getting better. And if you look to the schedule, my friends, you got three more weeks to get healthy before you play a realistic team. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Cincinnati Bengals. You're going to win this division, and I could argue you are the favorite among AFC teams that's not the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs. That team is really impressive when it's right.
1: Okay. Cincinnati and they Bengals.
2: housed Atlanta. My stock down is as easy as it gets. It's DJ Uyunglele. And, and I'll lump one in here. Uh, I'll go Dabo Sweeney, too, if he's dead set that DJ's my guy. If he is, you're out of your mind. Mm -hmm. That kid was an atrocity against Syracuse. You can say he had a bad game. You can say he's a kid. You can say whatever you want to say. I do not care. This is a team that tells me week in and week out you have national title aspirations. If you trot him out against the Ohio State team that I just watched absolutely annihilate one of the best defenses in the country, they will beat you by 70. Mm -hmm. Syracuse. Syracuse was toying with him. I watched it time after time after time. They were toying with him because they knew. But the interception over the top, the safety never read the receiver. All he did was read the ball. It's either it's Cade, Clubnick, or Bust. And I'm not saying he did anything high level to win you this game. Mm-hmm. He settled them down down if he doesn't get hit out of bounds you lose that game and it would have been 100 on dj
4: mm-hmm.
2: and Dabo. you can beat this drum of, that's my guy and i'm super loyal phenomenal if that's the case you are not as good a coach as you were claimed to be yeah because this is not hard to figure out and if you keep playing the fire you're going to get burnt mm-hmm. eventually
1: mm-hmm. um I've taken all. I've taken all winners of the weekend. Feel like I'm gonna have to take a loser. Hashtag no homer. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No doubt. I mean, there's no doubt. It took everything I had not to make them the number one pick. As losers, it's hard weekend. for me to take them because I've been down on them forever. And I, no doubt. And no I'm- doubt. You've been trying to warn me that this is coming. That this is not good. The Tom Brady situation is is not good. Nobody's listening. That's the problem. The problem with this team is there is no leadership. You don't have it in the coaching staff. You don't have it on the field. You don't, you don't have leadership anywhere on this team and no one can make a right play call. It's just God awful. You're listless on offense. Your defense is just atrocious. I mean, Giving up third and longs against the Pittsburgh Steelers is never something that should happen. You know, I get you were without two of your starters at corner yesterday, and that led to P.J. Walker and Tommy Trimble looking like an unstoppable uh, force. But at some point, the excuses have to stop. And at some point, the changes have to start coming. I don't know what do you know can what, make. I just don't know what you do. I don't know what change you can make. No. There's I mean, not you a can't good solution. fire the
2: entire coaching staff. No. Todd Bowles doesn't call the offense. Now, we'll say, I told you from the get go, he's going to have more of an imprint on that mm-hmm. offense than you think. Mm-hmm. And y- you remember when I told you that you should be worried about this? And you said, no, I, I there's no fear in me. with Tom Brady. We have Tom Brady. We're fine.
1: Right. I tried to tell you. I know you did. I know you did. I know that I have played you this game. See, I I've had this argument with Bucks fans online over and over and over again. Keyboard warrior. Well, I mean, the, because it keeps coming out, oh, Byron Leftwich needs to be fired. I don't know that you can put this on Byron Leftwich. Because what was the big what was the big argument last year? Remember when uh Tom Brady and 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 uh BA Barracas were going back and forth because they were ticked off that Byron and Tom would set the game plan and then Bruce would come in and change it. You can't tell me that this is the game plan that Tom Brady and Byron Lefwich are cooking up. That they're they're planning on running the ball on third and short every time when it does not work. Yesterday we were sitting in the suite and it came up third and one and I looked at Jeremy and I went, hey, watch this, Leonard Fournette for a loss of one boom it happened fourth and one and a half what did they do tried to run him on a pitch like for god's sakes you've got all of these receivers and you can't do squat with them speaking of the receivers this is my last loser of the weekend nfl referees not as a whole just two in uh, two specifically speaking Or are you talking about the ones that wanted your uh, loser receivers autograph? This is the most ridiculous thing. So apparently video captured by 1340 AM Fox sports, uh, shows side judge, Jeff Lamberth and line judge trip shooter yesterday, calling Evans out in the calling Mike Evans out in the tunnel after the game to get his autograph.
2: Uh, for those of you, you, don't you that know. don't know, uh, you, you, you're not allowed to do that. That's
1: not right. It's a no-no. There's a collective bargaining agreement between the NFL and the NFL Referees Association that you cannot do that. You can't do that as a member of the media when you're covering a, a sport. You don't. You can't go asking for autographs. You damn sure can't do it as a referee. I don't understand. It was not a good look. I don't understand why the, the NFL has this big of a problem with referees from on the field horrible calls, Jerome Boger and all all those guys that you can pinpoint as the worst officials in the league. And then you got guys doing stuff like this. Like you it's just a bad look. Now obviously those guys didn't have it, you know. They 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 weren't trying to swing the game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday, but you still can't have this look of impartiality it's just bad. It's bad for the league. The league's investigating. They won't do anything about it cuz they don't hold re- referees responsible for anything. I'm going to disagree. You think so? This one's a
2: horrible look. All right, you went you went full homer? Yep. I'm going to go full homer. My last winner of the week. The fight in Mike Houston's East Carolina. Yeah. Let's go. 5 and 3, only two losses or two of your three losses to a national ranked 2 lane team. An NC State team that you had on the ropes, if you had a kicker, you'd have won that. Mm-hmm. One win away from bowl eligibility. Let's go. Nice. How about the fight in Mike Houston? Good job. And they are just have just printed money for me. I love wagering that team. Because I don't know who's setting their lines. That guy drinks domestic lights at about 9 a.m. in the morning. Because they
1: are wrong on a weekly basis. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville, more reactions from the week in the NFL coming up
3: next. Ahoy, matey. At Ingalls, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety. From your local catch to flavors from around the world. Wild sashimi tuna, Charleston crab cakes, mountains of shrimp, bourbon salmon, wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa. It's enough to make any salty sea captain ready to set a course for the bounteous treasure of the Ingalls Seafood Department.
5: I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
0: The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people. That's
4: not fair. Life isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it.
1: Ascendo in the uh, YouTube comments says losers of the weekend is the New York Yankees. Came in after a big win and whiffed like Charlie Brown to the Astros who are going to get walked on by the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. Uh, yeah, I uh, cannot
2: wait to see what Astros Phillies, how that rates. that number is going to be so bad. That number is going to look like a regular season NBA game, mm-hmm. which is it pretty in the first
1: place? No, no, it really isn't. Um, you know, I, I, I was also kind of tempted to make a uh, sugar Sean O'Malley a winner of the weekend. If y'all miss the UFC fights in the, in the afternoon on Saturday. That's my guy. This is my guy. He's gonna get a number. One. He's gonna get the uh, number one contender spot. Gonna get a title shot. Can't wait for that to happen. Anywho, there was football yesterday. In case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. In case you didn't know, and a team that's pretty good at the footballs. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, we were all kind of losing our minds about the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, Super Bowl hangover. Well, they're how yeah, work out? They're four and three now it's not the greatest record in the league, but it may be the greatest offense in the league. And now you go at the Browns, Panthers, at the Steelers.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Joe Burrow, 481 yards passing yesterday, three touchdowns. Tyler Boyd. Hope you listen to us on the the Fantasy Show
2: Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will be back this week. 8 30 for the london kickoff That's right that's right between the denver broncos and the jacksonville jaguars i'll put the broncos on tv you know if i didn't know him better i would think that we didn't want uh the the british to like football because we keep giving them bad games to watch (laughs) we do year in and year out maybe stop sending jacksonville over there i mean i know they got the deal i i I get that maybe we
1: just stop kind of like the lions on thanksgiving we don't have to keep doing that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you can give them dog water games and, and guess what still go they still go they still sell out every time they're overseas and we got uh the bucks going over to germany is that next week against the seahawks i don't remember i don't remember i know no. it's coming up i know soon. coming up this thursday night You can't wait to see Tom Brady versus Lamar Jackson. Oh, God. Uh, The the same defense that brought you P.J. Walker's high watermark now gets to take on Lamar Jackson in a short week. It's going to be so bad, and I'm going to watch every second of it because I'm so heavily invested in Lamar Jackson and fantasy football. I just can't quit him. I just can't quit him. He's going to make a complete mockery of my team again.
2: Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals were seven yards to T. Higgins away from doing something i know it's been done but i don't remember the last time that it happened Mm -hmm. that your one two and three receiver all went over 100 yards in the same game it didn't matter who you put where joe burr was just cooking Mm -hmm. and that's a team that you don't want to see no because joe mixon's still good he was not great yesterday but he didn't have to be And that's a team that's quickly sliding into that territory of they can beat you more than one way. Mm -hmm. Now, the Joe Burrow way, that's the most efficient. What I saw yesterday, that's a game I needed to see him have where he just eviscerates a team that's not in their league. Mm -hmm. And he did. And he did.
1: And then Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, rest of the season – you got a lot of winnable games a lot games. of winnable games you got a lot of winnable games and uh just wait uh panther fans you get 2 weeks you get you get 1 week off and then it's going to be it's going to be pound town for the city uh for the Cincinnati Bengals coming up against the Carolina Panthers on November the 6th that team's so
2: good my team is so good and i have been railed on for having them so high in the power rankings for weeks now mm-hmm. oh what do you It exactly what i just saw right i've known that was coming browns Panthers. and it's very obvious if you look at our battle for the belt standings that i was very high on cincinnati because they were very popular
1: oh absolutely joe burrow jamar chase thank you for that by the way thanks high water mark ever uh yeah
2: and he still got beat
1: eh, that's fine
2: six tennessee michael meadows congratulations on your win i think we're going to have to have two winners this week because somehow the technology got boo-boo and, and we was- had multiple contests and they right. were spanned out i know armchair threw up a high number we may just have to have some hmm bonus qualifiers this yeah week. we had
1: uh armchair and uh tennessee six both had 196 points was our something. highest score
2: of the year so I, I think you both earned your way in i had
1: 193 still can't 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 win a week dang it oh, But bet you tried i did I and, tried and, and we very, got very you hard. this piece of paper that says you tried <laughs> good for you uh and really trying is the most important thing right it's time for the most important message of the day (gasps) and that is as always don't do crimes yeah don't ever do crimes it's never a good thing and uh there were there were crimes crimes committed in san francisco as a man living in a high-rise apartment building his defense is that he was having some sort of a mental episode when he decided to screw with the high pressured fire hose valve that's used by firefighters to connect to the building's water supply.
5: Hey Max, time for dinner.
1: And uh, yeah, that was your computer. Um. Anyway, he opened up the building's high uh, fire hose pressure valve, and it sent. Thousands upon thousands of gallons of water streaming out into the 11th floor of the building. Water flowing down to the lobby, 11 floors below. The district attorney's office has now charged him with felony vandalism and resisting arrest because when police showed up to arrest the man for messing with the fire hose valve, he bit one of the officers don't don't bite police officers that's Andy a bad idea. threw urine in the face of another uh that's also not a good idea don't ever don't ever do that uh because that is a one-way ticket to an ass kicking um and if he didn't get one kudos on the uh cops for having a little bit of restraint in this scenario but it is estimated that his screwing with the high pressure valve caused 20 million dollars in damage to this house to, the, to this high-rise apartment building yeah he's facing lots of charges and i don't know that i don't know we'll see we'll see I'll ha- we'll see if if the i was having a mental episode thing plays feel like throwing urine on somebody those you know that's a, that's that's a good excuse for mental episode that is a 10 on the fa scale <laughs> it is it is absolutely don't do
2: cries. my story's from atherton california uh construction crews were working in the backyard of a multi-million dollar mansion on Stockbridge avenue digging around doing some things because somebody just bought this house and was looking to have some things spruced up around the house well they discovered something in the backyard that is a little odd a early 90s mercedes-benz convertible it was buried in the backyard now there was nothing else untoward about this car except for the fact the owner of the car with the plates that it was registered to has been missing for 30 years Mm -hmm. so they brought in cadaver dogs who reacted to the scene the only problem is there's nobody in the car I, I don't know that i've ever seen anything like this the investigator said this will 100 percent be a netflix special at some point that's a direct quote uh from shannon traeger she's one of the the neighbors that apparently is very versed on this they can't figure out why you would bury the car if you the person is the... not there right so now the question is, where did the person go who buried the car? They're going through county records to figure out who has owned this house and who would have had access to the yard. What do you do if you buy a new house and they dig
1: up a Mercedes out of your backyard? Move. Immediately. Yeah. I, Th- this I mean, house that's is now
2: like, for sale for 80% of what I paid
1: for It's like it. the Geico commercial where the gecko takes the guy up into the attic and there's like old mannequins sitting around a poker table. And he's like, enjoy your new house. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Not my house. Gone. I gotta go. Yeah. No. I'm not. Uh, I'm not putting up with any of that. Absolutely not. Ah. <sighs> we got Monday night football tonight, and it's it's not gonna, gonna... be.
2: It, there there will be a football, mm-hmm. and it is Monday night, mm-hmm. and there's a Manning cast, so mm-hmm. there is at least something to be somewhat. Encouraged by.
1: And the Manning Cash should be fun with the New England Patriots being involved. I'm sure there'll be a lot of discussions about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady between Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, uh, and the changing of the guard that's coming in the NFL. But we got the New England Patriots and the Chicago Bears. Woo. We'll break it all down coming up next here on ESPN Asheville.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
1: When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from The Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade in at Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville.
0: The Sportsocracy. You <laughs> are just dumber than a bag of hammers.
1: Yes, we got Monday Night Football tonight 8:15 start on ESPN as the New England Patriots host the Chicago Bears and you know Jeremy, I know you're not uh you're you're not narrative guy, you're not history, record guy, but one of the interesting storylines of tonight is that with a win tonight, Bill Belichick would pass George Hallis on the all-time wins list in the NFL if he is to get a victory tonight for his 325th win of his career. Of course, Hallis' second most wins of all time of a head coach tied with Bill Belichick right now. Um, and I, he's never I – don't, I don't think he's going to chase down Don Shula. But who knows? Bill Belichick may stick around forever just to tick Jeremy off. Uh, he is he is a great thorn in my in my tuchus. But how how ironic that this would be coming on the night that they host the Chicago Bears, passing George Halas. One of the great mysteries
2: to me: how in the world is more money on the Bears tonight than, than on New England? That
1: does not make even a modicum of sense to me. Well, I can't explain it. I. I mean I'm 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 guessing they're looking at the Chicago Bears thinking the defense is better than we give them credit for. They've been able to they've been able to be competitive in every game that they played this year. Except for the Packer game. Which was never even kind of competitive. No. But the other games that they were in, they're all one score games. So that's what the thought is because the spread is what, eight and a half, eight nine? And a half. Yeah. the
2: consensus is at eight and
1: a half. Yeah, so what's their what's the Bears' record against the spread? I would have to imagine it's really good. They are two, three, and one against the spread. Are they really? New England is three, two, and one against hmm. the spread. Interesting. Big question tonight is who starts at quarterback? Oh, is, it's it, Mac Jones. is it Is it going to be Mac Jones or is it going to be Bailey Zappi? Everything is trending towards it being Mac Jones. At mm-hmm. least everything I've heard today.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will level. I don't care. I don't care which one plays. Uh, To me, they're the exact same guy. And both of them are going to just eviscerate the Bears. This is a horrible, horrible NFL team. Mm -hmm. And what does Bill do better than anybody? Take Take away away what you want to do. And the one thing they can do is run the ball. Mm -hmm. I have a funny feeling you will see seven to eight in the box 80% of the time tonight. Uh, hey justin you you want to beat me over the top more power to you Mm -hmm. i don't think you can do it go ahead and give it a shot i don't think you can do it i'm gonna send blitzers at you and when you send blitzers at bad decision making quarterbacks what do they do turn it over that's why my prop this week has something to do with turnovers okay it's not gonna pay you a whole lot of money but if somebody walked up to you on the street and said i will give you 50 us dollars right now Mm -hmm. for nothing
1: That is basically what Las Vegas is doing to you tonight. Mm -hmm. What do you lend to the fact that Chicago has been in every game except for that one game against the Packers? Running clock. Just
2: a running clock. Mm -hmm. You run constantly. Justin Fields runs a lot. You barely ever throw the ball. So every game stays low scoring. I mean, the highest total they've had all year long was 51 and that was against the Vikings, the highest other than that's 43. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is just a very very antiquated way of playing in the NFL, but it's all they have. Mm -hmm. They know I can't sit back and and try to shoot out with you, so I have to try to shorten the game, keep my defense off the field as long as I can, and I hope that
1: Justin Fields can make two or three plays. Mm -hmm. So far, he has not really done that. Yeah. So far this year, the Chicago Bears have given up five touchdowns through the air. They have picked off quarterbacks four times. So almost 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 as many yeah, almost as many turnovers as they're giving up touchdowns. Do you do you give the defense any credit for that? I mean, the defense is okay. They
2: can get after the quarterback. Roquan Smith is a very talented player. Mm Mm-hmm. I've I've long said if I was Chicago, I would have made him available. And that's one player that I think should be moved before the deadline. Mm-hmm. Doesn't appear that it's going to happen, but.
1: I would think you could get a bunch for him. He's an off-ball
2: linebacker. You're, you're just not. It's like, I, I from what I've been told, the package for him would look very similar to what Christian McCaffrey got.
1: Oh, okay. So
4: The
2: mixture of picks. Yeah. He's not really a pass rusher. I mean, he's a do-everything linebacker. But that's just not very valuable in this league. Mm-hmm. You you have two of the what two of the five lowest rated quarterbacks in the NFL in this game tonight. This is just I mean this is eye bleach. Can we Just play okay. This <laughs> man pays some a lot of money jokes. for this. Can we just have good games, please? But it's a perfect night
1: for a Manning cast. It's- oh, because there will be just a slew of jokes about this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, can't wait to see what the mannings have to say about justin fields quarterback play it's many, an assault on your eyeballs right how many excuses can they come up with and will they be nice at all we've seen at times they've not you know they have not uh pulled back punches when they've got something to criticize uh we have a super
2: chat because there's not a whole lot else to say about this game other than give a pick which we will do after the commercial break mm-hmm. uh this is from soaring eagle uh he is a broncos fan and he asked, are you buying the reports that Nathaniel Hackett could be fired if we lose to Jacksonville in London? I can't discredit it. I can't. There's been something weird around Denver for weeks now. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where you would turn. You have a first-time defensive coordinator. I can't imagine that you're going to entirely throw the baby out with the bathwater after a competitive game with a jet team that's better than you i mean you lose to jacksonville are you better than jacksonville no is is it really going to be an embarrassing loss if you go to london and lose and now if you could beat 38 to 3 that now we could talk especially
1: not without uh
2: russell wilson Russell, I mean, I know- it looks like
1: he will play. Okay. I was going to say, I know he has a big good this year, but still.
2: From what I was told, he could have played this week. They just thought he would be limited. And their better opportunity to win was a 100% Brett Rippon mm-hmm. versus Russell Wilson. I just don't buy it. Usually the way I look at it is, is there a ready-made replacement? Carolina's a perfect example. You have Steve Wilkes, you have Ben McAdoo on the staff. That's two former NFL head coaches. I don't really see anybody in Denver that you're going to turn this over to. That would – because the one thing you don't want to do is fire a coach and then it gets worse because that is a horrible look. Mm -hmm. But then you mix that with the Jerry Judy trade talks. There there was a report out from – I think it was Ian Rappaport yesterday that Jerry Judy had been the center of a lot of talks in Denver, a lot of talks on Bradley Chubb. They would kill to get rid of Melvin Gordon. I don't think anybody's taking him. There's just a lot of noise, and when I see noise like that, I can't, I can't say that they won't do
1: it. I just don't see a ready way for you to pull the trigger on. Right? Who would you turn it over to if you were making the decision? Would you, would you give it to Evero, the defensive coordinator? Would you get? Would you hand it over to Clint Kubiak? I mean, and that's the thing. There's just nobody there. No. I mean, one of the most experienced
2: coaches on the staff is Tyrone Wheatley. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have Dom Capers, but he's a <laughs> old Dom Capers. Uh, one of the best two you'll ever see. Oh, that's awful. Oh yeah, that's that's winning. Oh, I did not see that. That is, a, is that is that cat that I, I in my weird story, they just killed it and put it on his head.
1: Yeah, and he
2: went aces let's go dom give that up buddy you don't have jet black hair we all know i I was about to say people who get older and their hair gets darker that tends to be a sign of oh
1: that used to be a sheep didn't it (laughs) (laughs) i I mean you could you can say this about so many uh, i think there's a there's a list of teams there's a list of fan bases that just they've had it You've had the first seven weeks of the season. You don't like the way it's going. I mean, count me in. I, I've been screaming for two weeks now. Todd Bowles needs to be fired. And they need to do something else. They need to hand it over to somebody else. I don't really even care who it is. I still feel like it's Byron Leftwich, but that's just me. Or Bruce comes back, and I don't know that Tom's going to be all about that. Yeah, I don't. I I think you're stuck. Much, Much like Denver, I think they are also stuck. Well, I, I would I would say you are. You don't admit failure this quickly. I don't See, think anybody I don't, does. I don't really adhere to that.
2: I, I, I'm, and I know I'm. It's easy for me to say this because I'm a talking head. I don't have to live with the repercussions of. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not in the front office of the Denver Broncos. I'm looking at this, going, there is no doubt that we have done this wrong. Get out of it,
3: mm-hmm.
2: quarterback. This is what I said about Kenny Pickett. That's not the guy. I, I can't tell you who he is. The guy. Get out of it. And yet, I watch this year after year. People just continue to bang their heads against the walls
1: because you got to give it time. You can't, you can't, you can't just fire it. I mean, look. oh no, you you a hundred percent can. You can. You a hundred percent can.
2: As a matter of fact, you know what? Wednesday, play a fun game. Mm-hmm. Four o'clock hour of the Wednesday show. Things that I can definitively already
1: tell you are either good or bad. Ah, Half a season in. Okay. Coming up on Wednesday, sweeping declarations. I love Florida sweeping declarations. After the first half of the season, you are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville, take a quick break. When we come back, it'll be all the tips to make some doubloons tonight and green on green. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays
0: the closers, on Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get
2: the power,
0: then you get the money.
2: Monday night football. The New England Patriots and the Chicago Bears. That, that's gross to even say out loud. Mm-hmm. But we're all going to watch it, and you know why? Because it's, it's football. Patriots are a nine-point favorite. Eight and a half in places. Over under 42. I don't care if it's forty. Because the the over under has a great fluctuation. I don't care if it's thirty. I am aggressively going under. This has a twenty to three feel to it to me. Of Ramondre Stevenson gashes them a couple times, gets in the end zone. Mac Jones just does enough, doesn't throw an interception. I'm taking the Patriots minus the nine. Under whatever number it is that you possibly get. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite. The Vegas line on Justin Fields is half an interception. Now, it's minus 210 if you go over a half an interception. So what that means is you have to wager $210 to win 100 But I re reference my, if somebody walked up to you on the street and said, I will give you $50 for $100 right now. There is no doubt that it's going to pay off in four hours. Would you do it? I would. Over half an interception for Justin Fields. Under the 40, Patriots
1: minus the 9. Take those wagers over to BetUs.com. Use the promo code Sportocracy and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put into the account up to $2,500. Sportocracy is the promo code at BetUs.com. It's a great weekend. And I don't, well, for me, I mean, of course I'm upset that my team lost, but I'll be honest with you. There's, there's nothing like seeing NFL football in person. Oh, the hospitality win or is unbelievable. Lose. and the hospitality over at bank of america stadium their team is absolutely great amy martin always does us well when we're over there uh the panthers are a great partnership <laughs> to have and you know we may talk smack about your football team every now and then but uh it's just because we want you to be good yeah, and because deep down we just love you yeah still the hometown team and that's and that's all fine
2: and, and nobody was a bigger proponent of your win yesterday than me And if you need proof positive of that, go to our Facebook page.
1: There's a little video. Jeremy playing Tony Soprano. It's a good time. (laughs) It was a good time. We had uh, the uh, DFS contest. We had two winners this week, right? Uh, Six Tennessee and uh, armchair Armchair. commentary. And
2: armchair commentary. A lot of good scores. I'll have the full standings out tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: They'll be up on the Facebook page with hopefully the link to just one contest this week as opposed to four. Looking to climb up back climb back up those standings, am I, as uh, I fell a few spots after my dismal week last week. But finishing in the top five, ain't bad. It's not a bad week. We hope uh, you enjoy the Monday Night Football tonight. Join us here tomorrow at 3 on ESPN Asheville in the Angles studio for a special themed Power Rankings Tuesday.